Sarah, and every week my co-host Joe and I sit down and talk about some really crazy true crime cases. We are not expert investigators, just true crime listeners like you. So join us every Tuesday at 8 a.m. on Spotify and on YouTube. You may just help us solve a case. We need a hero. Hey there, you ladies and ladies of the Nerd Nation of this week's episode of Comic Corner. I'm your host, Marcus. And I'm Mason, the squire of the Nightly Court of Geekdom. Wow, that's loud. Uh, <laughs> Damn. <it> <laughs> uh, there we go, there we go. In most of these episodes, you've heard us talk about video games, different comic book characters, uh, some other nerdy things like old TV shows that we used to watch as kids and such as that. Um, and though we do talk about many comic book characters as like individuals, uh, let's talk about, like, we're, in this episode, we're going to be talking about some, like those special moments that, like, where like a hero is like more personable with a person or just like where like you can see them kind of let their guard down type of situation like those wholesome like good moments and whether those like characters that we talk about be like heroes villains they're most likely going to be heroes i didn't find anything on a villain unfortunately i found um, a little bit you did okay. oh just about yeah yeah okay sweet that's great about and, one two two and like what we mean like wholesome moments is just like uh like I said, like, letting their guard down, it's like when, or like when they went above and beyond, like, like, not more as like a per, like, not more as like a hero, but as, as a friend, or just someone who's there, um, and I'm gonna start this one out a little bit strong. Alright, I like strong. Uh, uh, and this one is, this story, storyline, a small little snippet of a story, is a centered around Reed Richards, or Mr. Fantastic, as you may know him, and... In the story, he's just going along his average day, going mm-hmm. through, uh, like, New York, because every Marvel it, hero or something's in New York. Unless it's not. I'm He's going on his, like, his, like, daily commute, going through town, and, like, uh, he, he's then stopped when he sees uh, people gawking this guy on top of a roof. Oh, okay. Wow. So, you, wow, you really were going strong when you I, said I, this. I did not lie. Wow. Bit. No, I mean, I like, bruh. <laughs> uh, and he's just like, uh, eh, well, I'm no like, like I'm no like negotiator or psych major or anything like that. But like, I'm gonna go like talk with him, like try to just be there. And it's like, he so he stretches himself up. He's like, hey, I'm. A, he's gonna inter- introduce himself and just be like, and he's like, nah, screw it. Hey, I'm Reed. What's going on? And it's just like, uh, and the guy like told him his story. Basically, like, uh, like his son had died in a terrible accident. Which left a strain on his his uh, relationship with his wife, and six months oh. later they divorced, and she moved all the way across the country, um, and he started a new job, and he, and he just recently learned that he has uh, like a very terminal throat cancer. Oh. And he comes like he didn't cry, he didn't mm-hmm. care for that, like it didn't really hit him until he came home that from that his doctor's appointment telling him that that like he had nobody, he felt so alone. Um, and like he didn't care like he wasn't scared of death he was scared of dying alone and so, yeah so, it's reasonable yeah Mr. and Reed is just talking with him listening to him stories it's just like like it's just like and I believe the guy's name was Marvin 
And Marvin's just like, I got nobody. Like, no one cares. And Reed's just like, you got me. He's like, listen, here. Here's my number. When the time comes, call me. I could be t- fighting Doctor Doom, any of my other villains. You call, I will come and be by your side at your final moments. Uh, and like, it ends there. Like, like their interaction there. Like he leaves, he goes on his day, and Reed just does his. And like you see, various like Reed going through like usual tasks, like talks with the Illuminati and such like that. Mm-hmm. But there was one special meeting that was interrupted by a phone call. And it was Marvin, so like uh, he made his way to the hospital, and he was there for Marvin's last yeah, little I, bit of his. Uh, the throat cancer had taken away his voice, but they had like a device to let him like talk with like telepath like telepathically, mm-hmm. and so they just like talked and such again. Marvin apologized for being terrible company because he couldn't talk much. Yeah, um, and then like at the end like. As he's going, as Marvin's going, he's Reed just sees like all, like all the things that led up to this moment, like his son, his wife, all that. Just like, and he like was he just held there, talking with him, let him know he was here and that he could go peacefully. And just like, and like, like Reed, I mean, and this is really a good thing for like Reed, uh, Mr. Fantastic because he has had some bad storylines where he's been portrayed rather poorly. Yeah. So like this right yeah. here, like. Him being there for a person he barely knew, and such like that, like giving him that like that solidarity, that comfort, uh, is, is a very wholesome moment indeed. Uh, I mean, we'll probably never see something like that hardcore in the movies. At least. Well, no, because maybe, maybe yeah. not. Maybe not for like a couple. I mean, they kind of paint him as a dick and yeah, like a couple of years. So. <laughs> but yeah, that that's my start. Um, well, <laughs> let's see what I have. But, um, yeah, so one of the ones I found, I don't know if it's wholesome, but, like, uh, mine's not as detailed. So basically when it comes to it, it's basically, so apparently in some kind of, inside of a certain run of comics where Superman, no, Superman the Red Sun. You ever heard of that comic? Uh, yeah, isn't that when he's a Superman the Red Sun? Isn't that when he's Russian? Well, uh, yeah, so he basically, he, so basically, instead of getting shot down to Kansas, he gets shot, or he, instead of landing in Kansas, he gets land, he lands inside of Ukraine, so. Yeah, he lands in Soviet Russia. Yeah, so basically he ends up growing up there and ends up becoming an oppressive uh, leader there, and yeah. basically, so basically, what happens, so, you know, he becomes, a, instead of being a symbol of, like, truth, justice, and, like, the American way, he becomes a symbol of just complete just oppression of freedom, you know, he wants to power hungry and everything. But then we have Lex Luthor. So basically in this universe, Lex Luthor become, is more of a, he's a symbol, he's the president and he's the symbol of, you know, uh, resistance and whatever needs to be done for freedom. So basically using his intellect, he basically just, um, he basically just uh, defeats Superman from Soviet Union, Russia, and all the other oppression parties that are around there. Mm-hmm. And basically, yeah, he established world peace by just making a giant government after that. And it's uh, basically it, like, honestly. Oh, hey, President yeah. Lex actually did one good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's another one, too, where he did it, too, with well, meta I mean, if you, if you ever saw Justice League, like, him becoming president is what killed uh, the Flash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that the one where, like, went to alternate, alternate universe or something like that? Oh, yeah, to, like, like, yeah. Well, like, like, uh, the, like, the Justice Lords, like, uh, like the fight with 
he becomes president and then uh, like he's taken over by Brainiac mm-hmm. and there's a fight where Flash uses all his speed and basically dies so uh, like Superman like Superman and all of them just like snap and just like okay like cause snap like, like they like they lose all sense of morals like like you see those like ran, like those random like videos where it's like a text conversation between heroes. Mm-hmm. It's like who should be the like who should be the leader of the Justice League? The Flash. Why? Because there's been like there's been like ten universes where if he dies, everything goes to shit. No, oh, yeah, because it's the Flash and he has a speed force and can go through different times and no, can he I, travel between different? Oh, why? Uh, uh, yeah, he can do all this, but like for the fact that like he the Flash is just so personable with everybody. Oh he's yeah, so he's, he's very just, charismatic. Yeah, like, he, like everyone cares for the Flash. Like Batman, well, yeah. Batman would lose like in Justice in Justice League was going to lose all his all his morals because of this man. Okay, and let's just say that Bat. Okay, I guess Batman does have morals. Okay, fine. <laughs> I guess we're talking about the Bat who laughs. <laughs> yeah, 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 like you were saying earlier. So I mean, so yeah, there's that. Um, let's see, An- another. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is involving okay. This one is actually involving the Hulk and Spider Man. Okay, so it's two of the most powerful, or well, st- strongest, I would say, physically yeah. characters uh, okay, in the whole so, MC. Yeah, MC. Okay, so MU. Hulk and Spider Man were near each other, and then some strange something strange happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Hulk reverts back to Bruce Banner, and he says, "Like, wait, I don't feel the Hulk anymore. Like, what's going on?" Um, and then Spider Man is like, "Wait." my spider senses are going off but I can't tell where it's coming from um, he feels like it's coming from everywhere um, as he himself hulks out what's happening here is uh, he like transferred like radiation to him uh, so the this is a little bit of a, some mischievousness done mm-hmm. by Loki the god uh, the god of Asgard uh, as he like basically delete takes gets rid of all uh, radiation poisoning and like Mutation from Bruce Banner, yeah. But like when it was magically taken away, it just finds the nearest. Well, it went to the most nearest radioactive source that it could find, which is Spider-Man, Spider-Man with the radioactive nature of his powers. Okay, question mark. So he, so is Spider-Man radioactive? Because I know they say that Hulk radiates his own <clears throat> his own gamma uh, radiation off. Which they say if you spend a little bit too much time near Hawk over a course of years, you will probably develop a tiny bit, or I don't know. It depends on what the frequency of it, I guess. But I mean, it's gamma radiation. So okay, I'm not gonna think too hard about this. But yeah, that you, I thought you could like develop radiation poisoning with it or something like that. Maybe over the course of a few years or something like that. Not a few years, I, but like I generally don't know like the science behind that, if anything, because like I, the only time they ever go into like the only time I've ever seen. Uh, anything involving like radiation, like yeah. it affect somebody, is in the Watchmen movies with Doctor Manhattan, mm-hmm. which we don't we don't fuck with Doctor Manhattan. Is he like? Is he kind of like Doctor Strange? No, no. Doctor Strange is a wizard. Doctor Manhattan is an omnipotent god. Okay, then why is he on Earth? Because <laughs> he was once human. What? He was a dude that was basically turned into an omnipotent god. Oh. Well, um, <laughs> okay. That must have been some shit. Well, at least in The Watchmen. I actually don't know his, his actual comic. I've heard version. about that one, The Watchmen. Um, but, yeah, so, the like, Spider-Man hulks out and everything, um, and it takes several heroes to, like, put him down. Like, mm-hmm. he comes back, too. He's just like, well, like, wait, wait, like, your mask stayed on, kid, don't worry, except for that, because he's worried about his identity. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so they take them far up to the north, to like an isolated area where it's like Reed, Reed Richards and a few other people trying to figure out like what happened. They discern the whole Loki thing. Uh, and so, but uh, they couldn't take care of it right away. Um, a Spider-Man had to Hulk out again because he couldn't control it. It's, it wasn't even based on anger. I just think it was just anything happening would trigger it. Um, and Banner's just like... That's kind of reckless. Like, that's kind of like something like, honestly. And like, so like, Banner says like, no, I'm going to stay with you. It's like, mm-hmm. no, like, I'll, I will kill you. Like, probably. It's like, nah, I got to... And does, does he still have the web powers too and everything too with it? Or is I mean, like, if I still had his web shoes on, it probably broke, maybe. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, um, but so I don't that, know. Yeah, that's what I kind of thought. So they too. finally, uh, after like subduing the hulked out Spider Man, mm-hmm. um, he. Uh, the, what, what they did to fix it is they basically just reintroduced Bruce Banner to gamma radiation again, which drew out the powers from inside Spider Man back into him. So Spider-Man stopped being the Hulk, and Bruce Banner became the Hulk again. So he, be, Bruce Banner begins to Hulk out, and it's just like, I'm, I'm gonna stay with you for this one. I, I, I now understand what you feel like every time this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was a very nice, pleasant conversation, uh, with, between Hulk and Spider-Man. It's just like, y- you stayed with him because he was scared, didn't you? I, was like, I did. And so, as Hulk's walking away, it's just like, you're a good man, Peter Parker. You're a good man. Well, yes, Spider-Man. Like honestly, well, yeah. Like also, but like, just being like in like with Peter for that sh- short amount of time, mm-hmm. he remembered his name, the Hulk, who was known for being like mindless monster. Remembered the name of somebody, and. Repeat, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, speaking of Spider-Man, like honestly, um, from what I know, I mean, Spider-Man <clears throat> also from what I discovered that he let a lot of people that he helped a lot of his villains like he helped I mean of course everybody knows that he helped uh, Venom and Carnage uh, he also helped one of his villains uh, named Boomerang which I didn't know was a how, villain the, hell, how the hell did he help Carnage no he didn't help Carnage he helped Venom defeat Carnage like you know well you know, I mean collab. yeah cause like well that Venom and Carnage have a freaking bipolar relationship one moment they like each other next they don't seriously is that how it is is that like, the whole run Kind of basically. I mean, like Venom and Carnage have teamed up <laughs> to f- to fight Carnage's son. Riot? That's not right. No. no. Who is that? Toxin. Toxin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, like Venom. Like Venom, one was trying to protect Toxin from Carnage because Carnage wanted to kill him because symbiotes are canonically their offspring are stronger than the original. Mm-hmm. So. Carnage wanted to train, like kill it. Venom wanted to train it to like defeat Carnage and like maybe be a little bit more better. Because I mean, the Venom symbiote has a huge thing for Spider-Man. Um. <laughs> uh. Anyways. Yeah. So. <coughs> Bruh. Oh, it's that time. Yeah, it is that time. So you heard you heard three stories now involving. Uh, uh, Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, Lex Luthor, and what he did in the uh, Superman, the Red Sun, and then obviously the Hulk and Spider-Man uh, little collab with some wholesome moments, like where they were a little bit more personal and like with the facings of like other people's struggles or struggles with themselves. With like obviously with Marvel in the first half, like a whole world's troubles in the Lex Luthor thing, but then also like uh, 
Hulk with his like Bruce Banner and his transformations the Hulk and then Spider-Man with like the protection of his identity and like who he is. Um, but when we come back, we'll get back a little bit more, uh, some more stories. I have two from Superman. I don't know what uh, Mason has, but I hope you're enjoying this, and uh, we'll be back with after these messages. Welcome to the Armors Block, which is brought to you by Gateway Pro and Blue Code Arms Company. No matter your era, we got your six. I'm your host, Hootie, along with Joe, and we will talk about everything gun and what to do with them on Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. So grab a beer, kick your feet up, and enjoy the show. Um, yeah, you can go. Alright, so, uh, the first one is called, uh, we're, we're calling it Superman Takes a Day Off. Okay. Alright, so, like, in, in the story, basically, um, uh, as it's just basically, it starts off uh, with, uh, the people at the, uh, the Daily Planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daily Planet. Um, Lois Lane and one of the editors, they tell a story, like, Superman is taking a day off. He will not be able to do any heroing for a single day. Um, and then well, like, only okay. And like you, you don't see him at all like through, throughout the the story. So ba- basically, what you're seeing is like uh, you see other people step up, like so Captain Seven a tree, a young boy helps, uh, a villain comes in, um, but then you see another hero come in to like just like I'm doing this because this is what Superman would do. And that, it's just that's a, the whole story. Is it's just people like stepping up to be the hero that somebody else needs. For that day, uh, and then it ends with like, well, like oh, I need to write an article on this. Like, what are you gonna write? Like, Superman abandons us. Like, no, just like, and they leave the newspaper as everyone's a hero. But you're wondering, like, what is Superman doing for the whole day? Well, he's giving somebody, like, he's giving a person a break. He went, oh. he went over to Atlas, and held up the skies for him so Atlas could go to his daughter's wedding. Yeah, that yeah, that one. That one is probably one of my favorite ones when it comes to Superman. Honestly, mm-hmm. like that sounds like. <laughs> and they're oh, like, uh, "Oh, what would Superman do?" And Superman was doing it. it was like, "What would Vin Diesel do?" <laughs> oh, in fact, um, so I was in Bloomington the other day, and there's a comic book store there. When are we going? <laughs> Actually, no. First, I have to make. Why are we going, and where, and, and why, and where? Yeah, it's it's downtown Bloomington. It's just like. I, b- I bought my first actual comic instead of like someone giving me something. It was a one dollar comic. It was a Spawn comic book. Oh wow, Spawn? Yeah, Spawn. Was it an original? I, I don't think so. Okay, it must be like bro. No, originals don't cost. I mean, like I, some of them, like, some of them look really old. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We used to have one like in Springfield, the the one downtown in Lincoln Square. That one was had really. They had like these. Sorry. They had these giant filing cabinets of here, all the of all like a bunch of comics in alphabetical order. Yeah, that's it's really awesome, honestly. I mean, maybe you can find a few moments in there too. Like honestly, I, yeah, 
which I mean, like, I, a little I, more prolific. I, I, literally, I bought the comic and then we had to go back to my car, like the car to leave, and I'm reading it and it's like, huh? Because <laughs> it was just basically spawning, just like saying like, I have no memory of what happened. I made a deal with some dude. I have my powers. I just need to find this one girl. Is that it? That's that's all I've read so far. All right, we're gonna get further. I need yeah. to, yeah. I need to go to, like, books a million and buy something, like, buy some comics. Yeah. Manga or something like no, that. No, honestly, like, awesome. so, like, well, well, I mean, well, yeah. Like, Barnes & Noble's books a million is good for manga because, like, yeah, you can see them at Walmart now where they, they'll have more variety. But I think yeah. you should go to an actual comic book store. Where's mm-hmm. that? Um, uh, it's your turn. Like, what's your next door? Uh, my next one. Well, there's one where, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, uh, there's one where like Venom basically. So Venom, <clears throat> so at so you know Venom, he's like a villain inside the Marvel universe. But and I don't know what certain comic it is, but it was one comic where basically he trans he goes. I mean, this is the part where Venom becomes from hero to goes from villain to hero, and basically what he does he just moves to California and becomes a savior of the homeless basically. So oh. yeah, it's pretty awesome. I mean. Uh, yeah, that, that that's definitely a good story. It's like it, uh, one reflecting and going on to like getting away from the things that cause him trouble and then like becoming better. Mm-hmm. That, that's a type, a great wholesome moment. I I, lo- I would love to actually read in the comics themselves instead. Yeah. Of, <laughs> um, the the other one I actually don't know. I I don't know the whole story, but it's just called Superman Takes a Walk. Mm-hmm. So it's just basically how it is. It's just the whole comic book is Superman that he just walking around like not using his powers all that much he's just like having a everyday like stroll helping like doing Mike Myers things not like the really big like heavy hey, lifting lifting up a building yeah. lifting up a hospital but from a then, tsunami but yeah, then you have like one of those moments um in the in the first story that I did with Reed Richards like somebody's up on a roof and so like he flies up there and he's like like he, he's he promises not to use force to bring her down if, mm-hmm. if, like if she jumps it's her choice and like like she was going things like how life is unfair tough and stuff like that like so many things are going on and it's just like like you're right the things are un, like are unfair but like they are also like can be fair it's like and like the hardship that like it's got kind of like he understands the struggle she faces mm-hmm. and like he's not he didn't take away from that but it's like everyone has those struggles and obviously if she chooses like I also I have to like paraphrase how I think it probably was it's like I basically what I can see like I see this as Superman going to walk is Superman facing a bout of depression and he's still do he's still being him but not to the best of his ability mm-hmm. and he used his experience with that to even still like his like sorrow and such to help somebody. That sounds and familiar. <laughs> and I, like you see those moments a lot actually in real life, and that's the type of. But like, from like a person to person, it's like it's still special. I, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to take away from that. Yeah. But like Superman, hero, basically, yeah. God. The man is still yeah. Yeah, I. Like reaching down to that level to like bear himself to this woman who doesn't he doesn't know who doesn't know him besides what he has done, and just like it's powerful. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, like you find a lot of the a lot of the superheroes like they do battle their own problems even though they have to put on this whole persona that's like this whole persona that makes them seem almost like immortal that they're not even subjected to such like 
woes or what have you. So yeah. seeing Superman, like you were saying, being the um, perceived, well, yeah, perceived and is one of the strongest superheroes in the DCCU, it's wholesome, <laughs> pretty wholesome. <laughs> You have another one? I oh, know. No, no, actually. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm good. good the, only other story, like, the only other storyline I know I wouldn't really consider as wholesome is um, it's a, okay, it's another, like, Superman takes a day off. Like, Superman, why do you have to have so many of these moments? Um, so he, oh, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, he gets home from a day of being with Superman and such like that. It's just like, and uh, Lois and his son are going to a uh, garden, like a fair, mm-hmm. a pier. But you know what? I'll go. It's just like, and his wife's just like, really? You go? You can't be Superman? It's like, promise, Superman won't be an appearance. Like, Here, you can even have my cape. So they go, they have a fun little time, but like, him being him, he has a super hearing. He hears about like, the ticket booth about to be robbed. Um, so, uh, and he's just like, mm, well, I can't wait really let that happen, but what else does it do? Like, I can't be <laughs> Superman. Um, so, uh, so he goes around, but then he hears like, it's going down. So he's just like, I'll be right back. Like he tells his wife, he's like, I'll be right back. And he's like, he always puts on like, like a night costume, like a like, like, like cape. <laughs> yeah. Like goes, takes like takes them down. It's like, gets on the roller coaster. He's just like, like, did you hear about that? Like, the, like the ticket booth was robbed. Like, oh, don't worry. Some like like weird guy in a cape and like uh, like a weird like <laughs> night dude came and, like robbed. like like melted their guns with heat vision to like. They're going down, and like yeah, Clark and uh, his son are having a good time, and Lois is just like, oh, I knew <laughs> it. <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't just wait. Do one day without heroin. That's even a word. <laughs> That's well, even I mean, a word. Like, he, he's basically, he basically made his entire like his entire life on it. <laughs> oh I, yeah, I mean, it's a career. Like Spider Man, I don't even know how. Yeah, it's a career that he's paid for. <laughs> Like he must, well, yeah. make, he must make some really good bank uh, as I mean, a reporter. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's a reporter. Yeah, he, he's a reporter. Duh. I mean, he makes. I, I'm like Spider Man and Superman. They, they they make buku bucks reporting on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and today, Superman. I thought Lewis was was a guy or was was a person who usually. Well, I mean, hey, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm just being simple when it comes to that. <laughs> I really have no other like really wholesome moments. Like, I have no doubt that every hero or villain has like some little wholesome moments, whether that be, I mean, okay, scratch that, maybe not the Joker. Um, you never know. Maybe, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. You never know. Um, but I, I, I don't doubt that there's probably some wholesome moments between any like comic book character, whether that be like Batman with his fan, the Bat family. Mm. Um, the uh, the humans that we've talked about in the yeah. previous episode. Um, there's probably going to be a lot of wholesome moments with like Shazam, which was like our first episode, I think. Uh, and then many others, um, whether that be DC, uh, Marvel, or a third-party comic that may like... Uh, how would I say? Archie. Archie. <laughs> like, so there's probably some wholesome moments when uh, Archie isn't being a whore. Damn. Wow, that's a very strong word. <laughs> I mean, I mean he is, it, but it, come on it, now. it kind of fits. It kind of fits. Don't get me wrong. Kind of, kind of lines itself out. Yeah, but I we hope you enjoyed listening to these moments, and like whether that be Superman, Spider Man, Mister Fantastic, 
Andy from Emo's. If you have any more like like wholesome moments that we may have forgotten or just like didn't even look up, feel free to send those to us. We're, like, we're happy to listen, listen and hear these stories. Uh, and it, it could even come as better content for us in the future. Um, but that being said, Comic Corner is brought to you by Gateway Pro Productions. If you like listening to us, you can follow us on Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and Amazon Music. And you can also follow Geekdom's Adventures on Instagram at nerd underscore nation cc. And don't be afraid to listen to our other podcasts, The Joe Show, Code 187, and The Armor Club. Find more on those at Gaming Pro Productions on Facebook. That being said, I'm your host, Marcus. And I'm Mason. Have a heroic day.